In this episode, we get intergalactic with cosmic star heroine, and we talk about a fine way to dive into classic titles. Let's do it. What's up, Companion? I'm your host, Tom Tate, and I'm on a mission to trim and prioritize my ever-growing backlog. And I cannot do this without your help. So I've hand-selected 30 games from my backlog. Each day, we'll take a good look at a single game and evaluate if it's worth playing or ditching. At the end of the month, I'm going to pick 10 games to play over the next few months, 10 games to set aside for another day, and 10 games to purge completely. Never going to play those games. And today, we're taking a look at Z-Boyd Games's 2017 release cosmic star heroine let's check it out so cosmic star heroine is a turn-based traditional rpg with some super beautiful sprite work very much in the style of the 16 and 32-bit classics that you would remember on the super nintendo and the sony playstation uh, the game was admittedly inspired by popular classics that we remember from this era. You know, you have Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, they also cited Mass Effect, Diablo, and Bravely Default as kind of gameplay uh, inspirations for this particular game. You can feel those references if you just watch a few minutes of gameplay. I mean, I haven't opened up and played this game yet, but I watched so much footage. I can totally feel that. So it was originally a Kickstarter-backed project. I want to say back in 2013 is when the project first came to light. And I, I was I was following this game for a long time, uh, but not that long. So I wasn't a backer. I found out about the game after the Kickstarter ended, and it was first released in, again, 2017 on PS4 and PC. And the following year, it, it came to Vita, and eventually it did come to the Nintendo Switch. So if you're a Switch owner you can definitely play this. Um, I ended up with the Vita uh, iteration of this, and I'll talk about that in a second. So I'm always uh, looking out for my next favorite kind of throwback RPG. Uh, this is a genre that is near and dear to my heart, uh, that 1632-bit RPG era, and I always want a new RPG that's going to kind of fire up all those throwback RPG cylinders, really all those feels the same way that like Shovel Knight did for NES platformers. I remember playing Shovel Knight for the first time and being really transported back to my NES days of playing those types of games, but with all the luxuries and all the quality of life improvements for modern games as well. So I had uh, high hopes for uh, Tokyo RPG Factory. Uh, so Tokyo RPG Factory released a couple of games on, I think, PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Uh, and they were meant to be kind of throwbacks to like Chrono Trigger. I Am Setsuno was the first one that comes to mind. And they just never really hit the mark. So I'm really hoping that this might be it. Uh, I haven't done a ton of research to see like what the reviews were like, uh, but checks off all the boxes. I definitely picked it up on Vita. And what sold me on this was the, uh, what specifically sold me on this was the coverage of the game from some of my favorite podcasts. So I'm a big podcast listener. I recall hearing an interview with the creator. Uh, his name was Robert Boyd on US Gamers podcast acts of the blood god which is specifically an rpg podcast very great podcast i would recommend that one if you want to check it out 
Uh, I, I kept an eye on the game for a long time, but it really wasn't until hearing that specific interview that I decided I'm going to add this game to my wish list and make it a top priority. And at the time of the release, uh, I was completely hooked on Switch. I was playing Breath of the Wild. So the idea of going backwards and playing a retro style game glued to my couch, you know, glued to my PS4, it was not very appealing to me. Uh, Like most people, I fell in love with the Switch and I fell in love with the idea of being able to play anywhere I wanted throughout my house uh, or on my commute uh, if I was taking a train and it was just really nice. Um, So I figured I was going to hold off for a Switch version or a Vita version. Um, I did get that Vita version, uh, but the game uh, ended up going on sale for like 10 bucks at some point. So like that was the moment where I think it entered my, my backlog. Like the Vita version came out. I forget what the actual price was, but it still felt a little high. And then it was on sale for like 10 bucks. Um, and I picked it up and that was 18 months ago. So for all this time, it's just been sitting on my Vita unplayed. So what do you think? Uh, have you played cosmic star heroin? Do you think I should sink the 12 to 15 hours into it, uh, to really get the full gameplay experience? Uh, do you think it's going to make the cut? Should it make the cut? Let me know what you think. If you want to advocate for this game, whether I should play it, skip it, or ditch it, you can email me at tom at videogamepodcasts.com, or you can tweet me at yo power time, Y O power time. So I don't have a ton to add to this episode. I really just want to say briefly that the PlayStation Vita was so wonderful. It was such a great little console, a handheld console. And I covered a lot of ground on that portable little thing. You know, it was just really powerful. The screen was great. I really appreciated the screen. Uh, It had access to so many great PS1 classics. And I think that was probably what I did the most was I really took advantage of PlayStation sales and I got a lot of PS1 classics that I could play on the go on handheld. My only regret with the PlayStation Vita, my only gripe is that there weren't two shoulder buttons to really best experience some of those classic games the way that I I think would have been more appropriate. Uh, I did play through um, Symphony of the Night for the first time ever on Vita as a PS1 classic, and I really appreciated that. And there was some ways that you can kind of get around not having the second uh, left and right shoulder buttons. But I just I, I I didn't love the experience. Like I really would have appreciated if you could just sync a DualShock controller to it. That would have totally solved the problem for me. Just give me the ability to prop it up on a stand, the same way that I do with my Switch, and use my 8-bit DO. Um, SNES controller like that would be amazing if I could just do that with a DualShock um yeah it was just kind of a bummer would have loved to have used a real physical controller with a lot of some of those throwback games on the Vita but playing regular Vita games was totally fine um if you could dock the Vita to a TV like Switch I mean that would have been a game changer and so ahead of its time I mean it really would have stolen the Switch's thunder Uh, I really would have been interested to see if if the Vita pivoted and tried to really expand in in that way, but it just didn't happen. And the PlayStation TV was definitely a way to play your Vita games and to play some PlayStation store games, you know, on your TV. I should have grabbed one, but I didn't. And eventually it was discontinued. After that, the prices shot up completely. So now it's kind of out of reach. Um, but it did let you play Vita games on TV and you could play with, I think a DualShock 3 or a DualShock 4. So you know, they, they existed, you know, that, that functionality did exist. 
I just wish Sony would have taken advantage of it uh, when the time was right and really pushed that console a little bit further. Um, a part of me kind of wants to play Cosmic Star Heroin just to spend some long overdue quality time with my Vita. I haven't played it in a long time. Um, and my PSP 3000, I haven't played that in a very long time. And, you know, I put custom firmware on that. So I was able to play some, some, um, additional games. Uh, I'll just put it that way. Um, but yeah, like Vita PSP, great little consoles. Uh, I'm curious to see if Sony is out of the handheld game forever or if they'll come out with something soon. So Vita love aside, will Cosmic Star Heroin make the cuts? You can subscribe to Backlog Companion on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows and follow along to find out. Do you want to advocate for a specific game? You can check out the list and email me at tom at videogamepodcasts.com and let me know. I'll read those notes on an upcoming show. You can follow me on Twitter at Yo Power Time. That's Y-O Power Time. And in the absence of a Patreon account, uh, if you want to support the show, just leaving a review is super helpful. Uh, Keep it honest too. I don't care how many stars it is. Just be sure to leave some actionable feedback and what you do and don't like about the podcast. I want to thank you so much for traveling with me, companions. As always, I will catch you on the next one.